Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. Wow, the winter months are here. We are in the midst of a cleansing winter, it seems. The days are shorter, and, you know, it just seems like daylight goes by really fast. So, before it goes by too much faster, I want to talk to you today about laughter. We use a lot of laughter in Transition Awareness Breathing classes with my students. Now, don't get me wrong. The laughter I'm speaking about is not um, foolish laughter where people are just ultimately silly and we can't get anything done. No, no, not that kind of laughter. What I'm talking about is a joy in not only appreciating what is around us, but also learning that, did you know we're not perfect? And then sometimes when we're not perfect and we realize it, it's okay to laugh at ourselves. A deep belly laugh every so often about ourselves can really have a cleansing effect mentally and physically. Engaging people who are in uh, pain or um, a chronic uh, state of illnesses often are, and you have to be careful with this because not everyone appreciates different types of laughter, but research has shown that it can help relieve painful and um, discomfort laughter. A study done in six in a twenty sixteen from Georgia State showed how when they incorporated laughter into their physical exercise, they saw an improvement in the um, adults' mental health, their aerobic endurance, and their their levels of confidence. Confidence. Laughter can be a very, very strategic and helpful tool. So that's what we're going to kind of explore a little bit today. Now, laughter, just for the sake of just laughing, is probably not going to be too helpful. But laughter, when you realize something that you did is totally ridiculous. And usually when we get those types of feelings that we've done something totally ridiculous, 
what is our first reaction? Embarrassment. Your face feels kind of warm. You wish you can kind of hide under a rock. My favorite saying is when I get embarrassed. You know, there's just no place to hide. It just seemed. And yet, that embarrassment, if you kind of step back out of it a little bit, could be a source, when you look back on it, of laughter. You know, oftentimes we just do things and, you know, we're not perfect. But things happen. Life happens. I'd like to share with you an example. This is just a small example. Just a small example. I mean, it's so small you probably wouldn't even think it's an example actually. But to me it's an example. So, today, my daughter asked, Mommy, can I paint your fingernails? Now, I am not a fancy person and I really really don't care to have my fingernails painted that's just not me um, but you know I saw a gift not the gift in the store I mean I could tell from her voice and I could tell from the excitement in her in her face that if I said no you can't tell my uh, you can't uh, paint my fingernails that she would have been kind of disappointed and you know with all of our social restrictions I figured eh, okay you can could, you could paint my fingernails it'll, it'll be fun and so she had so much fun you know we went to um, the store and she picked out her fingernail polish and she asked what one what, what kind of fingernail polish do you want well they all look the same to me it's like I don't really care but you know I said I better care because it's going to be on my fingernails for at least a little bit so I, I picked a color it's um you know, I, I thought it was pretty complimentary to my complexion. Uh, later, she said that she would have picked something different, but it's okay. So, while she is, um, we get home, and she's painting my fingernails. She did the right hand, and then she started with the left hand. And I, I, I just kept moving, and I kept messing up and smearing my thumb. It would took almost like four tries. And she just gave me the look. And I thought it was so funny. I laughed so hard. Because in my mind, I knew it was I was not moving on purpose. I was just trying to move my hands away so I could let my fingernails dry. And it seemed the more I tried to move my hands so that they wouldn't uh, smudge, it seemed the more I would smudge my fingernails. <laughs> and she was so patient. And I wondered, am I 
am I that patient when they make a mistake? And I laugh because sometimes I am not. I admit I am working on my patience um, when it comes to having to repeat myself several times. Um, And so I laughed because I admired how she handled me in me smudging my fingernails. And this is a little thing. I told you it was little. I told you it was little. So I warned you. But I just laughed. It was so funny. It wasn't anything big. It was small. But at that moment, I was a little embarrassed because I knew this was something that she really wanted to do. She was working very hard. So taking time out and these things, these small things, you know, if we looked at ourselves from the outside, you know, and I guess that's one perspective to look and not take ourselves so entirely seriously. Sometimes laughter provides a means of relaxation that even mindfulness relaxation cannot touch. So sometimes when we're going about our day, you know, take time and take a breath and realize that if I come across a situation that's embarrassing, let me step out of myself and not take myself so serious because I think we are very critical of ourselves and when we're so critical of ourselves we begin to think very negative of ourselves you know instead of saying oh I I moved my fingers again sorry you know is instead of just laughing at that I could have you know, went on a negative way of approaching and said, well, you know, I didn't want to get my fingernails done, or this is, this is I'm sitting st- still too long, or instead, find the positive. Find the joy in that situation. And, you know, it was just a wonderful time that I spent with my daughter doing something that she wanted to do and that gift you cannot find in the store it will never be on the shelf it is not part of our economic system the gift of spending time with someone you love and laughing that deep deep laughter A long time ago when I was, oh, maybe about nine or ten, I like to share a story. I had an aunt, and she was a nurse, and she had the best sense of humor. She would really brighten up. We always looked forward visiting this particular aunt. Well, as life would have it, she 
came down with a very serious illness. And, you know, I was young and I really didn't know how serious the illness was. I didn't really have an understanding of, of that. Um, but my parents would, you know, kind of talk to my brother and I. Now, when we go over to, you know, your aunt's house, you know, don't make too much, no- don't make too much noise. And we're not going to stay too long because we don't want to tire out. And, you know, this long, long litany of what we're going to do and what we're not going to do. And so by the time we we got there, I just didn't know what to do. I just stood there. And, you know, she was so relaxed. And one time she was um reading something and she says oh i want to show you something eartha i, I got to find my glasses and she was looking and looking and searching and her glasses she says you know i just can't find my glasses well her glasses were on top of her head and i didn't know what to say <laughs> I, I thought you know she knows her glasses are on top of her head right but i didn't want to upset her and so finally she realized oh here's my glasses and she just laughed and when she laughed I laughed and we just had a good time laughing isn't it something how someone who had such a serious illness could laugh and I think that visit the visit you know when we went there and spent some time with her helped her relieve a lot of serious thoughts that she knew she would have to face and it gave her a break and we never laughed at anyone but it was about ourselves and so laughter can be so therapeutic when used in the right way I'm not a kind of person I'm I don't tell jokes because I don't know any jokes and but I really admire um, people who can start off a class or can tell um, a teaching or something and put a joke in the midst of the class or at the beginning of the class because it helps to make a point of relaxation so that the mind can kind of absorb what's going on the joke the laughter the laughter and so as we enter this holiday season oftentimes you know during the holidays or especially this year many people have lost loved ones and friends and so it's the first the first year without that loved one and it's so hard and I just want to encourage you to take just one second at a time and concentrate and reminisce of the memories you had with your loved one and it's okay to laugh it's okay to smile because that is the gift that your loved one left with you and no one 
ever can take it away. You will not find it in the stores. You can't find it at a Black Friday sale. That memory is precious to you and you will always have it. And it will always be close to you. Enjoy your gift and take time to smile. Thank you for joining me in Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. I look forward to talking to you next time. Have a great day. Be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab Mindfulness, awareness and coloring activities in a pandemic world. It's available now at Amazon.com.